When your mama was the geek, my dreamlets, Papa would say she made the nipping off of noggins such a crystal mystery that the hens themselves yearned toward her. Waltzing around her, hypnotized with longing. Hello and welcome to episode 575 of Under the Cull of MS. This is a Thursday Comics episode. That was a quote from Catherine Dunn from Geek Love. Uh, I didn't do it well. I screwed up while reading it. But yeah, we got a pile of comics that is overtaking. And I need to get through some of these. I don't know if I'll remember them all. Uh, what I read, but I will try my best. I uh, checked out PlayStation Showcase this last week. They had uh, it was PlayStation Showcase 2023. It was pretty much, I'd say the majority of it was all video. There was hardly any gameplay footage, which was a bummer. They didn't really surprise me with anything that was coming out. They had one game. Uh, I can't think of the name of it right now. I don't think it was Helldivers 2. Which I don't remember ever seeing Helldivers 1, but I want to check out Helldivers 2. That might have been the one that... It just... It felt like Starship Troopers, but didn't say Starship Troopers. They were killing bugs and on planets and going, sounds like they're going to go planet to planet, taking down the enemy. But, I mean, the gameplay footage, uh, what looked like gameplay footage, looked decent. Uh, but like I said, it was mostly video footage for everything, so... You're getting all the movie clips, but not getting any of the actual gameplay, which would be more helpful, especially on a when they put on a showcase. But apparently, a lot of this stuff's not coming out for a while, so we'll have gameplay footage coming out in the near future, I'm sure, for most of them. They had a Five Nights at Freddy's game. That one I'd like to check out. See how that, how they lay that one out. The characters should be lots of fun. It just depends on what type of weaponry and what type of stuff they do. We'll see. Alan Wake 2 looked good. Uh, I like the original Alan Wake. I like the revamped remake of it, of the first one. And I'm looking forward to checking out the second one. Resident Evil 4 with VR mode makes me want to get a PlayStation VR. I'm still up in the air of which VR system I'm going to end up getting. But I'm not overly excited with what they showed. There wasn't that many VR games out there. And as far as the footage goes, what I've seen when they're walking in the beginning, when they're walking in, 
through a house and stuff like that. It almost looks like the exact same footage of what I seen with Resident Evil 7 VR. When you go into the house in the beginning and stuff and you go down and through the basement and it just looked like the exact same layout so hopefully they didn't lazify the game hopefully they did a good job i would i would expect it to be decent i mean the other res the first three resident evil remakes were wonderful so see what this one has to offer uh Arizona Sunshine 2. Uh, I can't. Damn it. I can't remember what that game was about. But it definitely caught my eye. That was one of my favorite looking uh videos that i've seen at the showcase uh synapse for the vr and beat saber vr both had a star wars feel to them but i'd I'd definitely check them out if i had the vr system and then the big and there were other things in there lots of stuff that'll be on both both systems uh think of forza game or something there's a I mean, stuff that they didn't need to really show was on there they should have focused on more newer things up and coming and stuff like that but the big trailer was the spider-man 2 at the end uh you get miles you get spidey looks like you're going to be jumping between those two characters starts out with a very muscular craven character in the beginning i'm curious who they're going to get to play him in the movie because if you got a guy that's that muscular he's not going to be able to move that well it's not like it's an actual cartoon in the real world so it'll be interesting what they come up with for that but as far as the gameplay to the Spider-Man 2 game, it looks like you're going to be button mashing all the time. Every time you're chasing someone down, you got to hit the L, L1, R1, and X, or whatever, and the different buttons, you're constantly going to be button mashing. I hate that style of gameplay. I just want to play where I control everything. I don't want to sit there and be told what buttons to push at what given time. And it looks like it might be kind of hard to get the web shooting and slinging down because there's areas that look like you have to hit, get your mouse right on your arrow right on the target of a certain area or you're just not going to go anywhere. You're just going to end up dying or having to restart over and over and over again. It's one downfall with the Spider-Man games. The last couple that came out weren't too bad, but I also didn't play them long-term, so I couldn't give you a full opinion on them. But 
most of the Spider-Man games, the controlling is just horrendous. So we'll see what happens with it when it comes out. But yeah, if Helldivers 2 was the Starship Trooper style one, then that's definitely one of the main ones I want to check out. But like I, again, like I said, I'm, I might have wrote the wrong name down for that one. But, yeah, check out the PlayStation Showcase. It was out, I think came it came out last week, and I think, uh, I think around June 6th or something. Sometime in the beginning of June is the Xbox Showcase, so I'm looking forward to that one. That one should have some better stuff in it, but even... Even the Xbox devs and stuff kind of picked on the PlayStation Showcase, i seen. So, we'll see how it all goes. Uh, TV-wise, I don't know. We haven't checked out much lately. I wanted to go and get to the theater to see the machine, but all the viewings are in the afternoon, and I need an earlier one if I'm going to get home and take care of things that i got to take care of. So, I'll have to keep them. An eye out, see if they'd ever put out a earlier showing. But we did check out Champions with Woody Harrelson and some basically coaching a basketball team of kids with Down syndrome and other issues, and uh, it was fun. It was a really enjoyable movie. I like that one a lot. Woody did a great job. The kids were wonderful. Lots of fun people in that one so i suggest checking it out if you're into basketball and anything like that or the underdog stories yep that's what we've been checking out lately other than that let's get into some comics let's see what we have to talk about here we got Avengers and Moon Girl number one from Marvel Comics. Have you seen this dinosaur? Missing, large, red, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Answers to the name of Devil Dinosaur. If found, please contact his teammate Moon Girl. This is done by Mohail Mashigo. Dio Neves, Selva Espen, Bruno Oliveira, Rochelle Rosenberg, Travis Lenham, and lots of other people. <laughs> Quite a few people working on this, apparently. Uh, it was, I don't read much Moon Girl, but I came across this during Free Comic Book Day, I think. A deal on it, so I figured what the heck I'd Check it out. See if I can get into this character anymore. I like where they went with this. Moon, the devil dinosaur is missing. Moon girl's dealing with some other dinosaurs. And she has to find him. And they have to go. Captain Marvel shows up. And they have to go to the moon. Where they have some signals for the devil dinosaur. And see if they can figure out what's wrong and help them. And while they do that, they got lots of other dinosaurs that they're coming across. They have certain powers. And 
They got to get them contained and everything back to where it needs to be and see if they, the moon girl can find her friend. And, uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. I don't know if I'd read much more of that unless I came across it in a bargain bin, but we will see. Then we checked out Blade in the Dark by Morgan Quaid, Willie Roberts, and Rich Woodall. This was an enjoyable samurai story crossed over with demons. I got a samurai that comes upon a village that is burning, and he wants to hunt down. He's hunting down whatever caused this issue. And while he does, he comes across some demons and some entities that have association with what happened. And it was an interesting look at the samurai-style character dealing with this type of problem. I'd definitely check out more of those if I came across them. That was a black caravan comic called Blade in the Dark. And we got Captain America Unforgiven. Print is way too small. Gotta get my glasses. Going blind in my old age. As the world teetered on the brink of global war, Frail Steve Rogers entered a secret laboratory and was transformed into the American Super Soldier. After being thrown into suspended animation, he awoke decades later and now seeks his destiny in this brave new world. Captain America Unforgiven The Forgiven are a team of vampires who have banded together to resist their bloodlust and use their powers to defend humanity. Under the guidance of their mentor, Rezo Kudo, the group welcomed their newest member, the neophyte vampire Red Blood. Red Blood then betrayed Rezo by stealing the Lightbender amulet that protected him from the sun. When the Forgiven discovered Rezo had been destroyed, they vowed revenge against Red Blood, who in turn fled to the Quench Center and its mysterious leader, Bobby Quench. The Forgiven teamed up with the X-Men to stop a mutant organ harvesting ring, a battle that pushed their control to the limit. The Forgiven then turned off their own light benders, signaling a return to darkness. A repent Red a repentant Red Blood sought out the team at their headquarters only to be interrupted by Captain America. The events in this issue take place after X-Men Unforgiven number one, which we checked out. Oh, I think we might have reviewed that a week ago or so. Or we might have done that one on the Crimson Call Comic Club. So you can check that out. But... This run's interesting, seeing all the different vampiric super characters and stuff and how they're dealing with each other and bringing Captain America into the fold. And we got a bloodletting style 
organization that's dealing with it. Some type of blood ritual that they're working on. And you get to see what happens when the good and the bad cross paths and see who's going to prevail. I think I'm drinking my coffee while it's still warm. Since I got the air on, hopefully that's not overpowering my talking, but we will have to see what happens when I re-listen to it. But So if you hear a pause, dead air for a second, just take a swig with me. <clears throat> All right, next up we got Cosmic Ghost Rider. We checked out number two and three. Dual Identity Part 2. Frank Castle has been living off the grid on an alien world. His days as Cosmic Ghost Rider finally behind him. Frank has been working at a tavern run by Marlo and his daughter, Axel. His former identity kept secret. But this fragile peace was violently interrupted by the arrival of bounty hunter Kral Dravit. Seeking justice for Frank's past sins, Kral attacked the tavern, exposing Frank and killing Marlowe. Meanwhile, Frank has been having violent dreams that are actually visions of an all-too-real second cosmic ghost rider currently spreading chaos and violence across the galaxy. The story's still holding, holding well. Very enjoyable. I'm liking learning more about this character. I'm bummed that, bummed, bummed that Marlo had to get killed and his daughter's kind of like pushing Frank to either put up or shut up. And it's like you owe her for her father getting off and he's got to make do. And while he's trying, he's trying to get things right he's also dealing with being hunted down by these bounty hunter and kind of cross paths with Valkyrie type characters and apparently Frank has some connections with Valhalla that are going to possibly bite him in the ass throughout this issue. But, yeah, I, I'm i enjoying this Cosmic Ghost Rider from Marvel a lot. Uh, the issue number three is called Verse Valkyrie on the cover. But it's part three of the dual identity story. But, but yeah. Done by Stephanie Phillips. Guay Villano, Val, or Villanova. Espen Grudet Schoen. And Travis Lanham. <clears throat> Travis has been getting around. It's been a couple things there. All right. Next up. I don't check out Firefly much. I kind of wait for trades to come out and get deals. But I got this 
in a bargain bin, the Firefly Blue, Blue Sun Rising, number one from Boom Studios, Greg Pack, Dan McDade, Vincenzo Federici, and Marcelo Costa. Malcolm Reynolds, the former captain of the smuggler ship Serenity, and now former sheriff of the Georgia Space Sector, is now facing his greatest enemy, himself. The Blue Sun Corporation has developed a series of robotic law enforcement officers, modeled after his own likeness and personality. In order to stop Blue Sun's new toys from taking over the entire sector and galaxy, Mal leads a full-out assault on their bunker with his former crew, former partner Boss Moon, Blue Sun Tech Manhattan, and his own cantankerous Ma. Though Manhattan and Ma sustains injuries throughout the battle, the mad plan works, and the crew manages to shut down the robots and almost harm everyone depending on Blue Sun across the galaxy. But just as they think they're making a clean getaway, Blue Sun pulls one last trick up their sleeve. And Serenity loses power mid-flight. Yep, we get to see the Serenity crew dealing with some issues. The artistic-wise, I mean, there were a few times where I was kind of confused about who was who throughout this. But otherwise, not too bad. It's just not a tight, tight image of artwork throughout this book. But uh, it's done well it's just character wise kind of like messed with my head a little bit throughout this uh i like the story i liked where it went we get to see this blue sun organization that i didn't know much about so i didn't have a history on them when i went in reading this but they're definitely an interesting challenge for the Firefly crew. And we also get some characters on the crew that I didn't remember ever seeing from anything before. So they were new and unique to me. Uh, everybody is an enjoyable in the storyline. And yeah, watching them deal with this organization was an interesting yeah, storyline layout or whatever you want to call it, but <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty much standard. Seems like every time I read Firefly, someone's chasing them for something. So, but yeah, that was enjoyable. All right, and then we had Brian Lynch on the Crimson Color Comic Club not long ago, a couple weeks back. And I ordered his co his first comic, and he sent me some other goodies with it, uh, which you can see on my unpacking on my YouTube channel. But I checked out Harold and his Hot Wing of Justice Chicago's to C2E2. Little uh, ash can style comic, black and white comic, which is fun. <laughs> Even has a 
appearance by Billy D. Williams in this issue. But yeah, it's if you like the Sunday Funnies style comics, I think you'd definitely enjoy Harold and his Hot Wing of Justice. The comic itself is called Hot Wing of Justice Social Interaction Special. And it's just fun artwork, fun characters, and just one to two page little Sunday comics style storylines, uh, little joke segments, just fun little parodies, all kinds of great things. Uh, but yeah, Harold's a Basically a rooster with a flaming wing and a regular wing. And he's even plays with other wing ideas in his little parodies throughout this. But I can't re- ruin them because you'll have to check them out. But trust me in saying in, if you like the Sunday comics feel and you like something like I'd compare this with like Fireside. I really enjoy the Fireside comics. They're simple, one panel, get it, get the point out, one or two panel, and just get the joke across, the point across, and that's just done real well that way. But yeah, definitely check out Brian Lynch's Hot Wing of Justice if you can get a chance. Uh, as far as getting it, the comic itself, you're gonna have to go on his Instagram and order it, which you can you can find all the notes, all the uh, social media interaction uh, sites for Brian off my YouTube video. I have it in the show notes there. Anything that links to connect to him, so you can order your own comic if you'd like. But yeah, just check with him. He's got other things also available. Stickers and stuff like that. So check out Harold's Hot Wing of Justice. And then last one I'm going to throw out here today is I checked that I picked up House 2, the second story. And it's an old comic I used to have, but I found it in a 50-cent bin, and I'm like, yeah, what the heck. Might as well pick it up again. I like the movie House and House 2, and this is basically that. It's just basically your, the House 2 movie in comic form. Uh, story story by Ralph Macchio. Layouts by Alan Cooperberg. And then art by Hilary Barda, Danny Bolanati, Alan Cooperberg, Jose Marzan, and Pat Redding. But yeah, this came out in 87. It was an interesting movie at first. House and House 2 came out pretty quick back to back, I think, from what I recall from my childhood. But it's basically a guy inherits a house, moves into a house. I can't remember if he, I think he inherited it. 
and him and his family move into the house and all of a sudden they find out that there's secrets hidden in the house and all of a sudden they get into pulled into this other world kind of a western style world and meet these dead characters that are living in the walls and it's just all kinds of interesting things ensue throughout that story but yeah I enjoyed House and House 2, so I figured what the heck. Might as well pick up the comic again and check it out. But that's it for today. Uh, I'll let you know what's up with the Xbox Showcase next week if it comes out. I think it's on the 6th, but I'm not positive. Don't take my word for it. I'm not looking at anything that's letting me know about the dates or anything right now. So I'm just guessing on it. Keep following Under the Call of MS. Check out Crimson Color Comic Club. All kinds of great shows that we're linked to nowadays. Cartoonist by Night. Someday I'll write them all down and have a list to rattle off. But right now, just check out Crimson Color Comic Club and you'll find out all the extra shows at the end of that. Otherwise, take care. We'll get back to you again with more comics soon because I still got a big stack yet. Probably do a couple shows yet this weekend. I'll talk to you then. Bye.